The United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Ah, good afternoon. This is the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. It's great to be here, and I got my producer, I hope I can hear her now, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, Darian! Hey, there she is. I got to hear my Nancy, man. <laughs> I was a little nervous, like, well, I don't hear Nancy. Like, I can't do this solo, but I want to hear Nancy. Oh, uh, well, you know, my husband would like to mute me sometimes, but hey, mm. I'll take what I can get. I ain't mad at him. He need a mute button sometimes. <laughs> That's just what it is when you are in, in, in entanglement with another person. Entanglement. <laughs> wow. Hey, I wanted to use that word, man. I hate that word. It's the worst <laughs> word in the world, but hey. All right, y'all. We are here. We are right before Thanksgiving. So that might give you a clue as to what I'm talking about. But let's get right into it. What's wrong with the Bears? Oh, my God. What is wrong with the Chicago Bears? Man, you know, I was sitting up here having a conversation with one of my peers, my man Jack Swagger. Man, he, he got swag, too. I, I, be so, I wish I could be as cool as Jack when I get to be Jack's age. And I'm not telling you how old Jack is. He'll tell you himself. But I want to be Jack when I grow up. So I'm trying to be Jack. And we were having a conversation like the Bears stink. They stink. And I'm being nice. You know, I want to call them some stuff. I want to curse at the Bears. They are bad. How you got a defense that's that good and the offense is that bad? And he and I came up with something. They need to fire Matt Nagy. Like they should have fired him at halftime. They should have. I totally agree with that. Matt Nagy. And, you know, sometimes you have a person who is <laughs> – <laughs> Jack running around the studio. Sometimes you you have that person who's a nice guy. I think Matt Nagy is a great guy. I think he's a guy who can sit down. I could probably talk football with him. You know the guys that have actually gotten to the dance. They can talk football all day. But he stinks as a coach. And I really do believe that the Bears coach right now, at least for the rest of the season, is their defensive coordinator. Chuck, is it Pat Doc? Man, why can't say Chuck's name? Well, any event. The Bears defensive coordinator, and it'll come to me, Chuck Pagnago, it, it'll come to me as I do my show, but he needs to be their head coach for the rest of the season. They are bad. That offense is terrible. Nick Foles is not the guy. And for Mitch Trubisky to say that he ain't playing no more, he hurt his shoulder. Man, if you don't get your, come on, man. You know, there are times when you are an athlete and you have to play in bad situations. They did everything they could to make Mitch Trubisky comfortable. They did everything they could. They redesigned the offense. They tried to dumb it down. I don't think Matt Nagy's a good coach. I don't. His offense stinks. You know, he tried to take a lot of credit for making uh, Patrick Mahomes be as great as he is. I don't believe it. I do not believe it because the Chiefs, for them to, you know, and Mahomes sat on the bench the first year. That's probably what Mitch Trubisky needed to do. You know, and if they could have, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, and we all can be, you know, quarterback from back in the day. But they should have bought Jay Cutler back for one more year and let Mitch sit behind him. I know we was cutlered out, though. Chicago was cutlered out. We couldn't stand Jay Cutler. I did not want to see Jay Cutler anymore. 
people on the street. I mean, old ladies was like, I hate Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he still became a superstar with his girl, Jennifer Capillary or whatever her name was, when they had the, the reality show. They were going to give Jay his own show because of how outrageous he was as a personality. And if you look at it, the only person that could throw the ball to Brandon Marshall was Jay Cutler because they both was crazy. But either way, I don't want to see Matt Nagy coach the Bears anymore. I mean, they didn't give Tressman as much of a, a reprieve as they've given Nagy. They've done everything they can for Nagy. You got to know when to call it quits. I think that right now, Matt Nagy does not need to coach the Chicago Bears. He needs to, hmm, I'm going to keep those words to myself. So insert your own joke. What does Matt Nagy need to do for the Bears right now? Call me, 877-711-5611. If you can say it on the air, <laughs> what the Bears need to do with Matt Nagy. I know a lot of my people are like, mm-mm, no, I'm not saying anything good about Matthew Nagy. I don't even know his name is Matthew. I'm just throwing it out there. So the Bulls have a new draft pick. And I want to say this to my Chicago fans, you know, because we want the Bears and the Bulls. We would love for this to be Sports Town USA. But let me just say this to, and, and I'm going to look at this camera right here. Bears fans. No, I can't even get the Bears off my mind. I'm talking to the Bulls fans right now. This same person. I mean, if you like the Bears, you like the Bulls, you can have your, your divisiveness between the Cubs and the Sox, but I'll get to them later. <laughs> Chicago Bulls fans, stop trying to draft Michael Jordan. It's not going to happen. There is nobody. You know, Jerry Krause is... In heaven. I'm, I'm going to look up that way because when I did my pre-show fist fight, I was looking down there. And it's, I think Jerry Ryan's, Jerry Krause, not Reinsdorf. I'm not putting nobody in the grave early either. But Jerry Krause is sitting on his cloud, relaxing, playing his harp. He's not here anymore. So we can't continue to blame him for the Bulls' shortcomings. But stop trying to draft Michael Jordan. They've taken his statue from out front. You all know this. If you're from Chicago, they've taken his statue from out front and they've put it in the hallway inside of the United Center. Okay, well, that's a good place for Matt. I got Matt Nagy on the brain. I'm so mad at him. That's a good place for Michael Jordan. But you got to stop trying to draft him. The new draft pick, his name is Patrick Williams, a small forward from Florida State. Now, he ain't never finna be Michael Jordan. I don't want him to be Michael Jordan. But it's important that the Chicago Bulls front office, front office drafted him because they're trying to move in some type of normalcy. That's what I want to see. You know, AK, because I can't say his whole name. He's got one of those names. I want him to be normal and try to get the Bulls back to some type of normalcy. But I've said this from time and time again. The Bulls aren't going to win anything until LeBron James retires. You know, and everybody's trying to come up with these scenarios and who's going to beat LeBron, who's going to be the next big thing. Is Kawhi Leonard going to beat LeBron? He's beat him once. Did the Golden State Warriors beat LeBron? Okay, we've already established that he's not the GOAT. He is not the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of this era. I, I don't know. I think that spells out GOAT. That's what somebody said to me. And that's fine. LeBron has about five more years left if he wants them. I mean, he can quit in three. LeBron can walk away from the game right now. And if he did, that would shatter the game. Because they're all trying to play together. Why are you trying to send James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets? They steal from New Jersey, you let me tell it. I don't care, Brooklyn Nets. They're the New Jersey Nets, man. They moved on, but they're in a different city, and they're trying to send James Harden to get pair him with Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant. Why? 
you know, it doesn't make the sport any fun. When you got these monsters on the same team, and I call them monsters because they're really good. I mean, I remember when I played a long, long, long time ago, <laughs> you had players who they would take us and you had an all-star team A, which I was on. Yeah, and you can try to play like I wasn't, but I was on there and I played. And he had an all-star team B. And then sometimes we would scrimmage each other. The B team never beat the A team when I was on there. Now, they did get them after I moved up a league and, you know, they had a different team and they put together these players and that B team was hungry. And this is from Southside Little League. So for those who are questioning, when did D.C. play? I played semi-pro ball and I played collegiate ball as well. Whole nother ball of wax. But when you take your all-stars, no matter where you're at, and you take the all-stars and pair them up together, it's unfair. You know, and there's sometimes when you may have a guy that will blossom into becoming an all-star. I mean, Jimmy Butler, prime example. Jimmy was good with the Bulls. But we didn't think Jimmy was the man to lead the Bulls going forward. We thought it was Derrick Rose, and Derrick Rose had suffered the knee injury. Okay, fine. But Jimmy Butler, he poked his chest out, and he walked. And he went to Miami, and Miami had the Lakers by the collar, man. So why not pair Jimmy Butler up with, let's say, the Greek freak? The Greek freak. It's something to consider, but I don't like this okay, we're going to get together and play with our friends type thing. No, man, you got to play with the team that drafted you. Could Mike, Michael Jordan, could he have played with Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> Isaiah is from Chicago, and that is the one Chicago win that everybody in Chicago loves to hate. We hate Isaiah Thomas. Man, I see Isaiah Thomas coming, and, him, and he knows it too. And Isaiah will, he'll stroke the, the envelope, man. We, Isaiah had the big Michael Jordan Mem up when he was crying and Mike and Isaiah was waving it and everything. We hate Isaiah Thomas, but he is born and bred from the west side of Chicago. But we hate him. But Jordan and Isaiah would not have played together. Jordan and Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller and Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, they would not have played together. They wanted to beat each other. And now you got all these guys that want to play together and they're putting super teams together. There's no way that. My man from the from the Rockets, the beard, should go and play with Brooklyn. And then you expect results right away. You got to jail, man. It's hard to just perform and get off. And, All right, we about to be good. No, it ain't that easy. It's not that easy. So, but the Bulls have a new draft pick, small forward from Florida State. And I, I hope that this is the start of the Bulls. And they still got about three to five years. They they want to trade Zach Levine. Don't trade Zach Levine. Let Zach's contract expire. You don't have to trade him right now. You know, let his contract expire, and then we get somebody else in his place. You got to build on what you have. But the Bulls have been drafting garbage. I mean, Denzel Valentine was the worst draft pick. I don't care what nobody say. He was bad. Hmm. So, we're about to take a break. What state are we covering? Come back. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590, the United States Champion of Justice, Fixing America's issues one state at a time. Come on, Crusellas, let's go. Feeling better than a dream, and I don't think I ever wanna leave. No, it's like ooh la la la. It's like I'm in la la land. Take me to la la land. You, you've already shown me. Yeah. Yes, this is the Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. 
That's my girl Ramona going out, man. Yes. I, I mean, I've kind of grown to like some of this contemporary uh, church music. That's what I call it. But, you know, I, I hated the church music because I felt like they were trying to brainwash me. And I would just be sitting there and, hey, Jesus is love. We love you. That's obvious, man. You ain't got to say that to me a hundred times to get me to buy in. Jesus is dope. He was dope. I give it to him. <laughs> I can't do what he did. You kill me, I'm done. I'm not coming back. So, ah, yeah, y'all. I wanted to touch on this a little bit with the COVID-19 because I kind of stopped covering COVID. I, I got, I'm COVIDed out. If you're COVIDed out, of course, you can always call me 877-711-5611. I know you are COVIDed out. And I got tired of giving Prickster and Lori Lightfoot they props. Man, I didn't want to, you know what? Y'all need to go ahead and handle this. And Lori has us on a mandatory lockdown this weekend. Don't go nowhere if you don't have to be anywhere. Am I essential? I don't know. I mean, I do entertain. You know, Nancy entertain. I know she is essential. Nancy is definitely, she's essential to me. <laughs> well, that's one. Ah! <laughs> see, you already know. That man's be like, man, I need my baby. She get on my nerves, but I need my baby. I like that. You kind of sound like it when you said that. See, I like that. I need my baby. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's all. I need my baby. Ain't mad at Nancy, but I'm mad at Lori Lightfoot, though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say that out loud. And one of my peers, I mean, I got to say his name, Ace Jackson, he started his own broadcast and he kind of started his own station, but he got kicked off of uh, V-O-N, W-V-O-N, 1690. He got kicked off because he was going hard on Lori Lightfoot. And some of the stuff, I'll say this, Lori can only do so much. She's only one human being. And we give our politicians way too much power. You know, she came into a regime. Rahm Emanuel had turned his back on the city. Once they started to get him in trouble with those police cameras, you know, from the vest, and they started seeing stuff, and they were putting stuff out, and they were trying to edit them. I'm not saying Rahm Emanuel edited anything, but he knew when it was time to go. And we haven't seen hide nor hair of Rahm Emanuel since he's left Chicago. You know, I thought Rahm Emanuel would start running for president. I mean, he was poised. He's a spitfire, you know. I don't get up on the the religious aspect. I mean, he is Jewish. Now, he's the first Jewish American president. I don't care. I need somebody that's going to be a seasoned politician. I didn't get mad at Donald Trump. You know, he won. Fair and square. I don't like the stuff that he's been doing lately. But, okay, Donald, you, you want to sit up here and challenge every state's results. You didn't do that when Hillary won. And Hillary won the popular vote. He lost the popular vote twice, y'all. But it is what it is. I just want that matters to be over. And I'm so proud of the media. They haven't been giving Donald Trump a whole lot of stuff to say. They've kind of pulled back. He's old news. You know, we're waiting for Joe Biden. January, he's going to stand up and they're going to give all the pomp and circumstance. And Kamala Harris is going to be the first female black vice president. You know, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I don't want to see Donald Trump stumping around and Mike Pence and all that. OK, they had their time. I think Mike can run again. You know, Donald Trump, he'll be 80 years old the next time they run. So he's not running again. Donald Trump Jr. would probably run for president before Donald Trump. And if that's where Donald Trump Jr. is going, man, get into the Senate. You know, get into politics. Start to learn your craft. You can't just be a dude who has a lot of money to become the president. That's just, I'm, I'm going to say that. So, see, I done took up all of my time. I wanted to touch these versus battles, man. What's up with the versus battles? Are you, do you feel good about the last versus battle? Call me, 877-711-5611. The last one we witnessed was Gucci Man versus Jeezy. 
Is it Jeezy? Yeah, it's Jeezy. I, I don't care about rap music anymore. I'm old. And they're like, stop saying you old. There's nothing Gucci Man can say to me that I relate to. So I didn't want to watch it. You know, my guys that I would have watched, they're dead. Of course, I would have loved to seen Biggie Smalls, the notorious B.I.G. versus Tupac. But Pac was on a whole nother page. And I do believe Biggie didn't. I must look. This has been over 20 plus years. Do you all realize that Biggie and Pac have been gone since I was in college? I ain't even had kids then, man. So, yeah, I'm saying it out loud. I don't think Biggie had anything to do with Pac getting robbed. I think those guys knew that Pac was coming. And it was some guys that may have been in their crew. And Pac's big thing was saying that he didn't know. Why New York didn't understand who killed, who shot him. But I bet you we all know who shot him in Vegas. Suge Knight. And I'm saying it out loud. Suge Knight did it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have any proof. But I think Suge Knight ended Pac because Pac was trying to jump ship and he was going to do his own thing. Pac should have been doing his own thing. But sometimes people don't have the mental capacity to do their own thing. And we wait for that. So I wanted Tupac to do his own thing. And a lot of people are saying, well, if Tupac would have still been around, Eminem wouldn't have had a career. Do you understand? And I've said this before on this show. Yeah, we all want to be the GOAT. And I don't understand what it is about black people wanting to be the GOAT. They feel like they got to be the greatest. They got to make all the money and everybody else just look at them and starve. You do realize that ain't how it works, right? I mean, yeah, Jay-Z would have had a career. Eminem would have had a career. Them guys would have been great because they're great now. And then let's, you know what, I always talk this because that's a part of hip-hop culture when people go against each other. But now, everybody's going against everybody. Why don't we have more R&B? I would have loved to seen Britney Spears. And I'm, you know, I had a person, Katy Perry was who I chose. Screw that. I want to see Britney Spears go against Beyonce. Man, Britney was crazy, but she was sexy though. I'm not kicking Britney Spears out the bed. If you are a man from the sound of my voice, call me 877-711-5611. Would you kick Britney Spears out the bed? Now, until she started opening her mouth, that's a whole nother thing. But Britney Spears versus Beyonce, that's no contest because I just don't think Britney is a great singer. She's a great entertainer. Maybe you do Britney Spears versus Janet Jackson. You know, entertainers, but Janet's library is so much bigger than Britney. So what do you do, man? I want to see the comedians go head to head. Man, would you like to see Martin Lawrence against Cat Williams? Boy, that would be a hell of a dozen. What state are we covering? We're covering the state of Thanksgiving, y'all, on the Darien America show. United States Champion of Justice. Let's get it. Let's go, y'all. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it. Rate it and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. You're my queen. 
Yes. The Darian America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We are covering the state of Thanksgiving, y'all. Did you think I was going to have a show without Thanksgiving? Man, my man's Micah D. That boy can sing. The f- I say it every week. He can sing from Adam's Scissor Whiskey, and I'm listening to every line. Micah D. can sing, man. Hated the fact that he used to blow out my microphone, <laughs> so but that boy can sing. So let's talk about Thanksgiving, man. Even though, you know, let me go back real quick to some of these verses. I said I wanted to see Mike Epps versus Steve Harvey, but Mike Epps cursed too much. You know, Steve don't curse no more, so I don't know if that's a fair fight. And then this one I think would be the one, though. And, and it's funny because they actually crossed swords in one of Eddie Murphy's old movies. Would you pay now for Eddie Murphy versus Dave Chappelle? Mm, I'm going to leave that right there. That's a mic drop because, man, Eddie may not be the same guy he was when he used to do Saturday Night Live. And Dave has evolved. I saw Dave on, on a BET Comic Jam, Def Comedy Jam. I was like, that's Dave Chappelle? And Dave would have wild colors on. Man, the 90s. I missed the 90s. But, oh, my God, were we sloppy back then. I just wanted to say that before I jump into this Thanksgiving. People looked terrible in the 90s. You know, and I kept it fly. I kept the word. It wasn't swag back then. It was fly, I guess. I was fly. But them clothes were way too big. That's why, you know, I wear clothes that I can fit now. I don't want that big stuff on. It don't look good on me. I look sloppy. The 90s, they were sloppy. So... All right, y'all. What are you thankful for? Call me 877-711-5611. Are you thankful this year for Thanksgiving? Leave it on my Facebook page. Start with some stuff, man, because this, honestly, and I'm going to say this out loud, and I don't care who hears me from the sound of my voice to this microphone. 2020 has been the worst year of my life. It has been. If you would have told me, Back in March, that they were going to shut us down. I mean, I miss karaoke, man. I'm, I'm being selfish at the moment. That was my thing, my bread and butter. People used to chime on my page and look for it. They, man, what is this still karaoke? You know, maybe they didn't catch it when I was going live or they'll catch it afterwards. And they still, I still post a lot of the karaoke stuff because I miss it. And I want people to not forget about it. Number one, karaoke is hard. It's very hard. You can grab a microphone and stand up in front of a room full of strangers and in Chicago... Man, you got to be prepared because Chicagoans are unforgiving. They are. I remember when I used to crawl into the DJ booth back when the other place was on 75th and King Drive. I would crawl into the DJ booth and the DJs would let me play my song and I would be singing my heart out, man, just giving it all I got. And I will never forget this guy. I forgot his name, but I won't forget him. He was like, oh, man, let me see your CD. He looked at it. Mm, come back when you become somebody and threw it back at me. <laughs> I wasn't thankful for that. But in a way, I was because it taught me a valuable lesson. You can't please everybody. You cannot please everybody. And that's probably my Achilles heel. I try to please everybody. You know, my mom, she definitely wants to utilize me and use me. I mean, I have kids now. And to look into their face when you tell them no. And my daughter, had, oh, my God, she, she got daddy. Daddy is wrapped around her finger. Because when I look at her and I say, baby, you, you can't do that right now. No, that's not for you. And she'll look at me and she'll give me the saddest face and it pierces to my soul. That's what women do. You know, she's growing into a phenomenal woman. That's what she's going to do. You know, she, she's supposed to because women's best weapon is their, their sword is their tongue. Women are supposed 
to let you have it. But see, they got to use that sword within reason because if it's used unwisely, it can become the worst thing in the world. And that will make a man swell up and use his greatest sword, which is his strength. But I've seen some dudes get handed by some of these women, man. You better stop bothering them, ladies. Shoot, my producer, Nancy Drew, shoot paper people. <laughs> she shoot paper people. Mess with Nancy. Paper people. I'm saying. I'll paper... shoot real people if you get too close and Girl, get a little crazy. Girl, you better come on. If she's shooting paper people from a distance, imagine what she's going to do to people when they come up to her being crazy. Girl, you better. But we are trained. We are trained mm-hmm. not to just shoot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a bridge in Brooklyn, I sell you too. If that's oh. what you, no. <laughs> so, I, I love this, man. But what are you thankful for, man? You know, and I'm going to take the spin on this because I have lost some people in 2020. And I don't want to just remember them and be sad and all that, man. But I am so thankful for my worshipful master, Marlon Austin. I mean, I was mad at him because he technically he came in after we started and then he ended up passing us up, man. Becoming a Mason is hard. You got a lot of stuff to commit to memory. And if you ask me today, if I know that stuff now, when I knew it back when you, well, I ain't finna lie, but uh, I miss him. He would come to my spots and Marlon wasn't that kind of guy that would, you know, be in the clubs. And that wasn't him. Marlon liked being at home. He liked to celebrate. He liked making money. Marlon was a making money machine. So I'm glad to see that his cousin has picked up the ball where he left it and he's continued on. I mean, I got to say, man, my, my shortstop, you know, I miss him, Rob Walker. And I'm so glad that he reached out. I didn't know he was that sick, man. And people are coming at me. man, You heard about Rod? I'm like, Rod, fighting a good fight. What you talking about? I love the fact that I had him in my life. You know, when I be coming, I was a second baseman. I mean, he, Rod was the best shortstop in Hyde Park's history. I don't care what, whether they're the, the, the Indians or the Thunderbirds. Rod Walker was the greatest shortstop in Hyde Park history. And when I used to turn, you know, double play ball, I'd take the ground ball and I would go to second and he coming across the bag or he would be the one. And, and he, I mean, he would lead you to the bag so perfectly. I miss him. You know, and I'm glad, I'm thankful that he was in my life. Man, I'm thankful for Darrell Parks. Poof, McAfee dog, poof. That was my big cousin, man, one of my favorite cousins. And I know that he's somewhere on his cloud because I mean, ain't, nobody going, ain't nobody going to hell, man. McAfee dog is up there. I mean, my cousin told this story about McAfee and raising McAfee. McAfee. That just touched my soul, and I will never forget that. I'm so glad that my cousin Corey told me about McAfee and Raising McAfee because I do remember Raising McAfee, and I totally forgot. You know, man, I love that guy. I I will see you again. And then, of course, my man Tim Bradley. It is so hard to continue on every day knowing that he's not here. And he wasn't just mine, man. He was everybody's. Tim was a guy that everybody related to. If you were mad at Tim, you would stay mad at Tim for about five minutes. And then you get over it. You know, I had an old picture come through. We took this picture 12 years ago, and it looked like it was yesterday. Man, I'm thankful that I had him in my life, man. I'm thankful that I have memories of him. I'm thankful for all the pictures of him. I'm thankful for those guys. I just saw my my favorite show go off the air, Supernatural. And... I hated how it went off the air, but it had to end. They were fighting a vampire nest. You know, they chopping off vampire heads or whatever. 
and one of the vampires backed Dane up into a wall with, with a protrusion coming out of it. And he pierced Dane on the protrusion. And Dane was just laying there. He's like, Sam, don't leave me. I need you to talk to him. What? These dudes then came back so many times. But this one particular time, Dane was like he was done. So Dane went on and Sam gave him the hunter's funeral. And then Sam lived out the rest of his life until he was an old man. And, you know, when Dane got to heaven, Bobby was sitting there waiting with a cold one and told him, you know, time is different up here than it is down there. So Dane jumped in his car, baby. That's what they called the Impala. Just got to driving. Dane pulled over and parked on this bridge and got to looking out. And then just out of the blue, he was like, what's up, Sammy? Sam was right there. Sam had lived his whole life. You know, he went through, had gray hair. He had kids. The son looked just like Sam from the back. And then the son was like, Dad, it's okay. I don't think I'll ever say that to my parent, to my mother. I don't care. She can be a billion years old. I'm standing there holding her hand. I'm not going to release her to heaven. I, I just can't. You know, and everybody has their own feel about it. And it's okay. There is no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer, but I don't want to let her go. But when she has to face the creator and she, you know, that shell is worthless. I mean, my mother was active when she was young. My mother had me at 33. So, you know, my mother was a spitfire, a hell raiser. When the times come, and I hope it's another 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, I don't want to release her because that's the one person I've known in the world that I've known for the longest. And you better believe I'm thankful for my mother. She ain't got everything right. She's not perfect, but she raised a boy. You know, my dad died when I was five. So she did the best she could with the hand she was dealt. And she made a lot of mistakes. I think if my mother wasn't as protective as she was, I could have had a major league baseball career or at least could have got to the minor leagues. I was good. But my mother did not want a dishonest man to take advantage of me. She was like, no, I don't want you to go with him. I don't trust him. I don't believe in him. And some of them dudes were shabby. They looked terrible talking about, yeah, I'll take your son to practice with him. You know, this is when I, I get so frustrated with people because were those people really interested in my well-being as a baseball player? Or were they really interested in her loins? You know, I'm 45 years old now and I look at women and they, they you know, they women are trying to take care of their sons. Some of them are still single parent. Some of them are doing the best they can. They look phenomenal. But I'm not going to put them in a position to take advantage of them. I mean, why should I? I just don't. You know, I, I'm a guy. I'm a Phi Beta Sigma. I'm a Mason. I'm a Shriner. I got all these different titles. Means nothing. Because if you strip all this away, I'm still just a man. And it's going to take a special woman. She's going to have to look at me and say, I accept you for who you are. And that's what I'm thankful for. That she can. What's up, y'all? We coming up on the Chronicles of the American Night. This is the Daring America Show, WCZO 1590, United States Champion of Justice. Let's go. Man, come on, Dottie. As Fabian Soul featuring Dottie Stack, Slim Thug on the Darien America Show, the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. Ooh, Dottie spitting that flame. I like that. Babe, you know, well, you probably in Atlanta somewhere. I don't, that boy be doing his thing, man. COVID what? <laughs> 
All right, so the Chronicles of the American Night brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM. What's up, Nancy? You ready to take some swings at this? I think so. Man, they hot too. Okay. <laughs> Check it out, y'all. Dear Darian, I've been dating a woman who has children. I don't have any blood children. I have been in their lives since they were very small. This year for Thanksgiving, their biological father wants to come to dinner. He's single and he wants to be a part of their lives. I see the entire family is gravitating towards him. Should I stay the course and continue to work it out with this blended family or should I move around? Mm. Nancy, mm. that's kind of hot, man. What you think of him? That is, you know, I am uh I'm very how do I say? What's the word I'm looking for, Darian? I mm, no. I want to encourage Crazy. blended families. <laughs> Crazy is one uh, word. Okay. Encourage. I'm very encouraging mm. to people uh, who have blended families mm-hmm. to include the other side. Um, okay. However, sometimes it's just not possible. Mm. Like people, they're mean or they're holding grudges. There's unforgiveness mm. or maybe there's something going on, something on the side. Okay. Um, so I guess I would say, you know your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been with the this woman a, a while, it seems. Mm-hmm. You know the children. Mm. They've been in your life for a while, it sounds like, since mm-hmm. they were very small. I don't know how old they are now. Right. Um, I would encourage okay. having the father around okay. if he is really wanting to be in their lives. Mm. But it takes you being really strong. Okay. And kind of compartmentalizing a little bit and realizing it's nothing against you. It's just what you're doing for the family. Mm, Nancy's so smart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can dig it, man. I can dig it. But, you know, I got to play. I get to play devil's advocate because mm-hmm. I agree with some of that, but some of it I don't agree with. All right. And I don't mind doing that because, see, I'm going to say it like this here. Where you been the whole time your kids were growing? You know, I'm going to get I'm, I'm getting ready to give dad, the biological dad, a piece of my mind. Where were you? You know, it was, it's hard, man. And I know that I can't pretend that I was in every day I was with my kids because I wasn't because I wasn't able to. But I was still in their lives and that still ain't enough to me. But where do you get off? All of a sudden, now you want to start coming around. And of course, they're going to gravitate to you, man. You daddy. It's one thing about being daddy, man. There's nobody else that can be daddy like you, daddy. And you ain't been around, so you mean to, you took a timeout, you you know, you took a knee, and you said, oh, I'm just going to be around for a little while. I mean, we didn't say you went to jail. We didn't say you disappeared off the face of the earth. You just were not there for your children. And now you want to be there. And now they're gravitating towards you. And now you're kind of trying to slide in where you were at, and this other man who then stepped up and took your job and took care of those kids, took care of that woman. Now you want to start coming around. Now you got your stuff together. Now you want to be there. It's unfair. It's unfair, and I don't like it. Yeah, we should be gravitating towards one another, and it should be people stepping up to step to the plate. But I'm going to call you my favorite word. You're jackass for not being there for your kids, and now you want to start being there after this man had put in the hard work. Bruh, she needs to draw a line in the sand. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to deal with you. He can step up and pay child support and have his kids whenever he wants. Fine. But you are the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. She needs to say that out loud. And if she can't say that out loud, she will. Bye. And let's see how long he sticks around now. Maybe he'll stay there the whole time. Maybe he'll be ghost soon as he hit it. 
Yeah, I said it. I'm being cranky. <laughs> it was me last week. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. I don't know, man. I got to rub one out. Okay. Dear Darian, I met this man. He has been wonderful to me. He does his best, but there are some things he is missing on. I see my girlfriends and their boyfriends making steps towards, well, st- making steps forward. Ah, look at me. Can't read. I ain't put my glasses on. But my man seems to be stuck in idle. I'm afraid to start over, but I don't want to waste my time either. Am I just being jealous or are these red flags that I need to raise in case I have to prepare my exit? Please help. Nancy Drew, what do you think? Well, he's been wonderful to you. Mm-hmm. What's wonderful? Hmm. Well, yeah, what is wonderful? You know, his. you see your girlfriends and their boyfriends are making steps forward. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um, but maybe you just need to have a conversation with him. Maybe you guys just need to open up some lines of communication and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. I'd really like to move forward. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think they're red flags. He just might be happy. Like mm-hmm. he just might be content doing what you're doing. Mm. Maybe he doesn't know where you really stand mm. moving forward. Mm. Well, I say let's have a conversation. Ah, that's Nancy's answer to everything. And I love it, man. Let's converse <laughs> about it. Let's, let's talk, talk Darian. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. This is some BS. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Are you in a mood? I, I'm not in a mood. It's, it's Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful. Okay, let me throw my two cents in here, man. You know, when a one when a person, well, I say it, when a woman starts off a sentence, he's been wonderful to me, but there's some things he's missing on. Okay, you are a perfectionist. What is it going to take to get you to decide if this man is the business or not? You know, what is it that you're missing on? Is it he's not paying all of your bills? He didn't make all of those bills. And I'm just, I'm assuming, you know, it, maybe it's not about bills. Maybe he's not tantalizing your body. He ain't turning you on properly. And you, maybe you've tried to get him to feel what he's supposed to feel and to do what he's supposed to do. And you're looking at your girlfriends and I'm going to say this. Ooh, my glass is crooked. Your girlfriends may be putting on a front, an act. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. They're only showing you what they want you to see. How do you know that when they, they get home to, to each other or, or, you know, behind the closed doors that this man ain't the worst man in the world? You're only getting out of them what they want to say. So I'm going to say this. Stand fast, sweetheart. Don't just throw him away yet because you just don't know if he's even worth being thrown. Now, if you done been with him for a while and he's steadily missing on the things that you need, you might be needing to plan an exit strategy. But again, to Nancy's tutelage and her credit, you have to talk about it. Bring it to them. You know, and, it, and don't always have the extreme reaction. Just, baby, let me, let me holler at you for a minute. You know, I, I mean, you do good by me. You do good, but whenever you bring the car back, the car is empty. And sometimes I don't have money to get the car. And I'm just throwing out possibilities. But that's something that you could talk about. You know, you don't know what's going on in other person's home. I mean, even if you're in there, they still got to go behind a closed door. So stop being like the Joneses and comparing everybody else to what it is that you're doing. You know, let them figure it out for themselves and you figure out your situation because you may be about to throw away some trash when that man is actually a treasure. Hmm. Sounded real smart, didn't it? <laughs> Time goes too fast, y'all. But we are at the end. This was the Darian America Show. We'll be back next Saturday. I hope you all have an incredible Thanksgiving and just be blessed. Do it, y'all. God bless you. I love you. We done.
in front of a fireplace. 64 inch TV got a lobster on my plate. Tearing off my gear with that lust on her face. I'm calling out her name, she got nothing to say. Clapped her hands twice, stereo came on. Dropped her robe at the biggest secret stone gone. Action getting. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.